It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Offix. to another exciting episode of the Upix Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I am joined by Thank Me Later, a.k.a. The Buzzer Beater. Uh, you got me the first time. Second time, not so much. There, but still you, funny. Audio jungle. You, you jumped in too quick. I had the bed squeaking. What? <laughs> Who is some about a jungle? It's audio, audio jungle. jungle. It was a a sample from Audio Jungle. <laughs> I, I was too cheap wow. to pay for it, so Impressive. Audio Jungle can come after me. But I, I figured I was going to go buzzer beater, squeaky springs, and then back to the buzzer again. So, but you jumped all in there, ruined it. Ruin the clip. Gotcha. Gotcha. Try to get too fancy yeah, with it. Yeah, it happens. Try to get too fancy with that. Yeah. Uh, but welcome to episode number 48, uh, back-to-back weeks, where we jumped in and had a special edition episode in there. Definitely check out the podcast we just did with the Bad Crypto guys. It was very entertaining and uh, interesting with some a lot of good insights and some very great Dirk impersonations. Those were impersonations. I thought Dirk was jumping in. Oh, really? Shocked. Shocked. Amazing. But shocked. <laughs> yeah. We do have a lot to cover this episode. So uh, that's uh Yeah, I know. We got the fiat out for uh more people and people got angry. And we had the Brooklyn release. Uh, people got angry. Um I think there was one more thing where people got angry we need to talk about. <laughs> we had the, the, I mean, there was like six things during Brooklyn that people got angry. It's like Brooklyn launch, people got angry. Brooklyn trust us, people got angry. Brooklyn tried again, people got angry. Yeah. People are so angry nowadays, man. What's, yeah, what's, I, what's up with that? I don't get it. They, uh, uh, Yeah, they're, they're very angry and... We're still Upland is still rolling out new things each and each month or so, and it, especially as you're scaling with the blockchain technology, it, it's it, you see it in every project out there. Nothing's ever run smooth that I've even watched. You know, from Doctor Who, Top Shot, Upland, Street Fighter, uh, Blockchain Hero, you you name it. It has uh, not run smooth on releases. Yeah, I mean again. No, and I mean, Top Shot's been running for eight months now and hasn't run smooth. I mean, it ran smooth and then it got big. It's it's the economics of scale and the popularity that throw development teams off. Things are moving much quicker than people expect. Um, again, if your project goes smooth, that's a to me, that would be a bad sign. To me, that means that you're not popular enough like, <laughs> in the space. Because if you're popular enough, you, your launch will be broken by absolute mad craving for what you're de- delivering. So I take that as a good sign. Like if Brooklyn just was, because like Clovis went smooth, because Clovis was like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's Clovis, and it still sold out. Like yeah, which is crazy. So like Brooklyn, Brooklyn had a lot of anticipation. I mean, there's just a lot of people that are excited about it. Um, and they're, you know, the upline team's learning from it. And, and um, I think one of the things there yeah. was they but announced also, the collections ahead of time. So that really made a lot of people start aiming for the same things uh, and put a lot of focus of, Hey, I need to get in at this time. People were taking time off of work. People were dipping out of work. They were spending that extra like 10 minutes in, in the crapper, like, ah, oh, I got, got bad poop today, but they were really looking at the broken release so it really stressed their systems and it looked like the biggest culprit was a third party uh third party piece of uh but there were other bottlenecks that they did find too yeah that's where 
Usually I was looking for you to jump in, and that was an awkward silence. Thanks. <laughs> ah, got it. So thank me later's audio is having an issue right now. So we're moving forward with that. But absolutely. So we'll dive into all of that this episode. And we do have the disclaimer that we'll get through right now. And that is the views, information, and opinions expressed on the Epics podcast are solely those of myself, Thank Me Later, T. Davis, B. Dag, and guests of the podcast, and do not necessarily represent, reflect those of Upland Me, Inc. We're not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team. All discussions about the properties to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research first. Outstanding. And it has been a while since we did talk about what is Upland. Um, so we'll move forward and we'll go to Block on Chain for what is Upland. Hey everybody, uh, the definition of Upland that I present always depends on who I'm talking to and what they know. But the most grand claim I like to make about what Upland really is about is Upland is an early stage cross-platform metaverse that is on a path to becoming the largest and most dynamic economy of NFTs in the world. Awesome. Thank you, Block Unchained, for that. Um, and we I, also... Hey. Sorry, I think, my, I think my network was running through uh, Brooklyn. So <laughs> it seems to be a, a little spotty, eh? Nice. And <laughs> as always, if you didn't check it out... Check out T. Davis and B-Dag. They had uh, Senyika on, and that's the proud owner of Grand Central Station in the episode titled Grand Senyika Station. Check that out. Great interview there. Uh, we do have some sad news to announce. Um, DailyUplander.com, who provides us our data since we started uh, the OpEx podcast, is no longer going to be providing the data just due to real-world uh, real world situations and things going on there. We do want to thank the dailyuplander.com team for everything they've done for the Upix podcast. Uh, they've put in a lot of time and effort to provide us the numbers each week. So thank you guys so much, Mixplick and MG. And then before that, it was noise. Always, and- always, you'll always be in our heart, in our heart. And hopefully in the game. So like, you're not leaving. It is. Yeah, and uh, it's not a eulogy there. No, it's not. We're not burying them six feet underground, but they just uh, they just came into situations that they can no longer provide us our data. So, Opex World will be providing the data moving forward starting next week. So, looking for a smooth transition between the data that we provide you each and every week here on the podcast. Yeah, no pressure, hacker. Now you've been called out. <laughs> can't take it back now <laughs> you gotta get good luck you gotta get that working this weekend nice and we'll move right into our first subject there of fiat out they announced that they were expanding the beta version of fiat out we went from the first 30 what were we first 30 when we started 30? Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then we expanded to 100, and they added a number, uh, just a little over 350 new uh, people to the Fiat Out experience, and that kind of messed up. It was sent out, emails were sent out. You had to be an uplander at first for six months, then it was four months, and some people got emails saying that they were selected for it when you register at city hall but unfortunately they didn't meet the criteria so they weren't selected and that caused an uproar in discord this week seems like uh just angry people oh boy yeah don't understand well, beta. first of all like if you if you've only been playing for that amount of time and you're like why i need my fiat out like maybe you're not playing for the right reasons because I think, and I'm going to probably say this multiple times during this particular broadcast, it's a game. I won't say it's just a game anymore. I realize people get very upset about that. But it is a game. Like, 
it's not it's not an exchange like don't come and be like i'm gonna buy properties and then sell them immediately so i can like it's not that's not the idea here like the idea is like you're buying properties and you're playing a game um if you happen to be able to fiat out at some point then to me that's a bonus but uh yeah i don't get it if you've only been playing for that short amount of time why are you trying to fiat out like, but, but it's the same thing. In then? I mean, we, we've seen it for the past year or so. People get in and they want to know how can they get out just as quick. So at that time, Fiat Out wasn't available. Now that That's it is. Like, yeah. Now that it is, they're just yeah. like. Again, then again, you shouldn't have, you should have started playing. Like, I don't know. But on those style of projects, that's what people are used to. And you got to do your own research. Now the interest- uh, yeah yeah we're 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 not financial advisors. <laughs> no, we're close. Um, we do a lot of dumb things with our money. No. Just listen to us, and you'll find out. <laughs> burn it! I burn money like it's a it's a pile of poo that's vomiting. That's how I burn my money. Nice. Um, and then there was yeah. the Brooklyn Brooklyn release. Uh, and I thought things were going to go pretty smoothly. They even announced ahead of time, like, hey, look, we're going to push back the release 24 hours. And then you jumped into it and you're like, okay, ready for it. And there was a countdown. They went into maintenance, came back out. And for a lot of people, it just, the game just froze. You couldn't do a thing. I was floating out. Yeah. I was floating on the water south of Brooklyn and I couldn't do anything. Some people were able to yeah, mint, it's interesting. Yeah. mint a lot of properties, oh, and but sends weren't working. Clicking on properties, <laughs> Sturs, <weren't> Sturs Marlin. <laughs> I wasn't going to call Sturs out. He's he's a good friend of the show, but okay, you just threw him on a, under the bus. I mean, I'll call out T Davis for every time there's a Top Shot release. Hey, Sketchy B. He he's missed the last few ones. He he hasn't been selected. Oh, how convenient. It's like, uh, no, you know, ever watch The Hustler? It's a new, anyway, it's a game show that's on. It's new. It's, it's hilarious. You should watch it. Uh, but yeah, so he misses, quote unquote, I'll use air quotes here, missed a couple so that way it's not too suspicious. I'm on to UT Davis. So, so you're saying he's a top shot insider? Uh, I mean, you didn't hear it from me, but. No, I mean, I don't think you can be. I don't think that would benefit them in any way, shape, or form, but it was oddly suspicious how uh, he was. No, no, I'm just teasing. Yeah. Now, but, uh, the insane yeah. thing with this Brooklyn release, I don't want to take too much from it because uh, that is T. Davis and uh, B-Dag's thing to cover on the first episode of each week, but it's been insane how quickly so they went to stress test just to continue testing their releases as they're continuing to improve their process on new city releases new neighborhood releases and the interesting thing there is they created a they didn't even do it themselves but the players themselves have created a false inflation (laughs) on the prices and you could make like a lot of money really quick just flipping on this and it, it, it it's an artificial scarcity it, out of FOMO wait artificial scarcity you, based on stress test does that sound like any other project you know of no not top not shot not back on top shot <laughs> um <laughs> but but in all honesty i mean yeah i mean that's definitely interesting What I was going to say, though, just about the technology, I'm curious. I remember there was some maintenance a little while ago where they were moving, and I don't, again, I'm a gamer, not a crypto guy. Um, I know we got some experts here in the uh, live chat, so maybe they can type out answers. But they had moved to their own EOS stack. Yeah, they were um, able to start. They were able to start producing their own blocks instead of using a third party to produce the blocks to record all the transactions. So they were able to start producing their own blocks, which sped up the process. So, so, yeah. So, was this the first major release since that? Because I mean, I'm curious if that had anything if that had anything to play with it as well. I don't know. The, they talked about it on the uh, UCN meeting this week, and 
they didn't dive into a lot of specifics, but they said they discovered some bottlenecks in their database and they found some third, some of the third party stuff that they used, uh, created a couple other bottlenecks that created these problems. Um, and, and it's still hard to, sim- okay. Yeah. It's, it's still hard to simulate, uh, that many, just that many actions that quickly and you know top shot had issues with a lot of bots and a lot of scripts trying to purchase packs right away and here with upland the third party app that they were using for some function in the game um what was just creating such a bottleneck that it was breaking for a lot of people Uh, i tried for 45 minutes on and off to well, okay, I tried 30 minutes to send somewhere. I finally got a successful send, and then I just watched properties get minted around me, and then I couldn't send, and I was floating around properties I couldn't mint. And But I was informed if I would have tried for 15 minutes more, I, I would have 100% got a property. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I mean, the I know people were upset. I know people, I mean, I myself carved out time of my day to, to make sure that I could log on during the event. But like the other thing was that it was going to be, there was two releases. They didn't release it all. And then when they shut it down, I mean, yeah, a couple hundred properties had been minted, but people were acting like everything had sold out, that they were never going to get an opportunity. And they were acting like, um, you know, this is the last time, like I, I, like the world was ending like guys chill if you're that anxious to go buy property um i believe manhattan's still open i believe san francisco's still open like just chill the hell out like i'm sorry i i did not like the way that the community as a whole kind of reacted because it was just like uh but that's me um i don't know like it just I I think in general I was kind of disappointed. I go guys like come on, like they'll fix it. Just chill. I get it. People took off. People dedicated the time, but like I don't know. But I, you I, didn't lose anything. You you didn't lose your upex. You didn't lose property. There is some opportunity value lost potentially. But again, I go that's every NFT launch that's ever happened. Of like oh well maybe you don't get anything. There's no guarantee that you are going to get anything um, in that anyway. Like. Yeah, I, everyone just was like, kind of in the same bucket. Just like so every bubble know. that opened, you know, it was as soon as a property was minted, you saw a bunch of people jump into it to, to go to the desired one. And the advantage here was you could plot out your strategies of where you wanted to go. You knew everybody was going to go chase, check to see if Main Street was available, go to check to see which police stations opened up. Everybody was on a on a race to Dumbo, knowing that not all of Dumbo was going to be opened up. So, it... well, but they also said like those like the main street, the two yellows weren't going to be unlocked during this event at all. So, if people check that, then you wasted you wasted time because they said that those weren't going to be locked. I know, but people checked it and people complained about it. Well, then, th- then they then they wasted their time and they wasted their breath. <laughs> I'm not gonna like. <laughs> did you you made the caveat that uh, anybody who gets upset at this podcast should message you, right? Um, because like, sure, I don't know. Like, I know that people are upset, and and like, trust me, too stupid and I have been here for every uh, property release uh, since essentially the initial property releases. Um, the, the, you know, the San Francisco mini releases, the expansions, like we've been here through it all. We, we understand it, it. It is frustrating. And I'm not going to lie. Like I was like, dang, I, I kind of wanted to mint more, but again, there's going to be more opportunity. This isn't the last round of property. These aren't like some, they're not that special to dictate the amount of rage that I saw the community put out. Like, that was my thing. I was like, you're disproportionately enraged about a situation, at least from my perspective. Obviously, I'm happy to hear from the community. Feel free to, to voice your opinions to me, honestly. If Maybe I'm missing something where there's a reason to be that upset about uh, the situation. And I did find it funny that a lot of people started suggesting going to a bubble because there was a lot of... I hate about the bubble beforehand <laughs> <laughs> and you're never going to make anybody happy. 
So you at first are like, oh, why aren't you revealing all the collections? Why haven't you revealed all the collections? Why are you releasing in bubbles? This sucks. You should just open it up for everybody so they can strategize and figure out what they want to do. And then they open it. They listen to the feedback. They set up a mid-tier city where it's 50% FSA and 50% open for everybody. All the collections are out there. And then everybody's like, oh, they should have released it in sections. They shouldn't have released all the collections, blah, blah, blah. And it's everything everybody complained about before. So I, I did get a good chuckle out of that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely madness. Like, everyone just needs to take take a deep breath in, like, go. And also, don't, like, and I don't know, again, we're not financial advisors, but if you're listening to this show, let me tell you now, do not buy these damn properties at 10x, especially non – don't actually buy any of these properties at 10x. There's no property that's being released right now that's worth 10x what it's being sold for. I'm sorry. This is some magical property that I don't know about, but Flatlands, not worth – Flatlands, right? That's the the bubble city, the stress test uh, neighborhood. Uh, yeah. The non-collection – do not buy that crap. Don't buy it for 2x. It's it's a bull crap. Like I'm telling you now, like do not buy any of that. Don't go buying like oh, well Dumbo properties are, are 10x. Right? Don't do it. There's plenty of Dumbo properties left. Try to get them unminted. Do not fall for oh, well there's only a little bit here. Don't buy it. Don't do it. Wait for everything. Try and get it unminted and like I can't like it's just it just uh, cooks my beans. And thank me later. <laughs> when I see people wasting their money. <laughs> thank me later and myself. We've done a podcast about collections and not and how you buy it at second mint versus buying them unminted and what you're really looking for. And T Davis and myself just did one uh, during the Texas storm uh, when he was able to get on and thank me later was having his issues just depending on the part of Texas they were in. But we've talked about it time and time again, you know, the collections, if you get them unminted, are very valuable. It's all about that ROI interest up X that you get. But if you're paying five, 10, 20, hundred percent, you're not doing yourself any justice because that is just based off of the original minting you're wasting money. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like the thing is people can justify, uh, say like uh, wall street, right? Yeah. There's only however many it's, it's super rare. And those are going to have, have special value with the properties that are the collections that are released currently in Brooklyn. First of all, they're like 90% unreleased. <laughs> like you can get, do not pay a million dollars for a million UPEX for a 10,000 UPEX Dumbo property. Like you, you have just wasted so much money. Um, now that being said, almost all of my Brooklyn properties are up for sale and I have made several sales. If you're listening and you own Brooklyn properties, put them up for sale for a slightly stupid price and hope that somebody who doesn't listen to this podcast or doesn't have three brain cells to rub together buys them off of you because then you can, when the rest of it opens up, just go buy five more properties. Like, I don't know that just, (laughs) oh, all right. That's that's my Brooklyn <laughs> rant. Yeah, and we'll leave we'll leave the rest for uh, T. Davis and B. Dag to discuss there on the Brooklyn rant. Um, one of the yeah. Uh, well, and I'm curious, like their insights too, because like we haven't gone into like what the actual collections are, where the hot neighborhoods. I mean, I don't know anything about uh, Brooklyn, so I'm interested to see, you know, what what kind of diligence and, and insights that they have about Brooklyn. Yeah, and I, it, that's always the interesting thing is as we're trying to get multiple podcasts out a week so everybody can enjoy the content and hear the cities they want to talk about. There, are, you're going to hear crosstalk between the two the two episodes just because we have our own thoughts and we do want to hear their thoughts too. Yeah, but we're not going to go into the nitty gritty like detail on Brooklyn again. I can't, I can't give you advice on what to buy. Now you want to talk San Francisco. 
Man, I got some I got some insights for you. And that's but, something uh, we really haven't talked about Brooklyn, a lot is San uh, Francisco, you know. Not a lot's going on there. Well, not a lot and a lot at the same time. Like there's not a lot of activity, but if you know what to look for, there's a lot of little things that that are piecing up. We got teams that are formed. We got Again, there's still some neighborhoods. There, there's actually a surprising amount of uh, good properties if you know where to look. Um, people need to start thinking next level on property development, um, buying in clusters of, of lands because if, uh, you know, from how the property development and inventory works, you have to place your inventory on open space that you own. So there's going to be some strategic there. Also, if you, I started thinking races, right? So they, they're all about these race cars and things. So like, well, where, you know, I'm buying, I'm looking at like, well, what's close to like a highway or a really popular, like big open area. Like I'm, I'm like mapping out like faux maps of like, well, what would be a good racetrack? Like I kind of want to own on a racetrack. Also, um, neighborhood adjacent property. So even if it's not in a popular neighborhood, properties adjacent to popular neighborhoods because from a foot traffic perspective, you're going to still benefit when all of um, Alamo square is built out. You don't have to own an Alamo square to benefit from the foot traffic that that's going to drive. If you own near Alamo square, people are naturally going to, you know, look around. So there's a lot of strategies that uh, are still very viable um, in, in San Francisco. Yeah, and I just pulled up uh, the collections in in Brooklyn just to look at it. And the interesting thing there is, I was surprised Coney Island was so cheap as a limited collection at one point eight. But I mean, Manhattan Beach at one point nine two, Broadway at two point oh two, Flatbush at two point oh two, Bay Parkway two point four three. Dumbo at 2.54, police stations at 2.78, and then Main Street at 2.87. Those are some pretty big boosts there once you get to, you know, your exclusive collection and uh, Bay Park. And if you can find those unminted, that is the best way to start getting your ROI on your UPEX and continue to be able to buy other properties with that and start playing as we like to call it with house money. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. I I do note that it doesn't have a three X, which I think, you know, leads me to believe that three X will be reserved for um, like the, the tier one cities, um, Brooklyn being tier two and then Fresno being tier three. So I'm curious to see like if those multipliers come into play, um, and then also keep in mind New York. So Manhattan, their multiplier. So when a, when a property is identified as a collection and that's released, we see that the base up X per up square has a multiplier. So for instance, in Dumbo, it has an 11 X multiplier on the price. So comparatively, they will cost 11 times more than uh, a comparative neighborhood that's not part of a collection. In Manhattan, um, since the collections weren't launched, you could get into these neighborhoods that ended up being, uh, you know, high value collections, a lot cheaper cost per up square, where now that Brooklyn released with the collections, the, like Dumbo already has that multiplier and is, is quite expensive. So it's, it's also, I, I think like that's going to be an interesting dynamic from uh, like an economy and a buy sell and people are got to, you got to be careful because people are going to start selling these Manhattan collections at a really high markup and it's going to look better. Like, Oh, do I pay a million dollars for a property in Manhattan in a two X multiplier or million dollars in Brooklyn for two X multipliers on the secondhand market. Chances are your margins are going to be significantly better as a buyer in Brooklyn because the markup will be less. So there's going to be a lot of dynamics between those two cities and how uh, collections have rolled out that I think are going to be really important to look at before buying off the secondhand market. And that's the interesting thing. I don't know how many people have gone and looked and compared 
the three major cities, San Francisco, Manhattan, and now Brooklyn. But if you look at your ultra rare collections, your yellow chips, San Francisco is, has three. Manhattan has four so far. And remind you, there's still more Manhattan to be released. I'd be surprised if they give us another ultra rare with the remaining collections in Manhattan being at four. And uh, Brooklyn right now has two. San Francisco, you have 3X for the Curator, uh, 285 and 275 for Crooked Lumbar and the Painted Ladies. And in Manhattan, you have 2.9, 2.8, 2.8, 2.8, which is really good pays for your Times Square, your Wall Street, your last act, and Billionaire's Row. So Billionaire's Row is your top spot at 2.9 with Times Square being your least at 2. Well, and the other three being 2.8. And compared to your Manhattan at 2.87 and 2.78, and you only have two, that's very interesting there. And then if you look at your rare collections, San Francisco has three at 265, 235, and 23. Brooklyn has 2.54 and 2.4. I can't read my own writing there if that's a three or a seven, but either way. And uh, Manhattan's 268, 264, and 247. It's very interesting of where you can make your most return on investment with the collections that you can get depending on the city. And I don't know how many people are evaluating where to grab your rares and ultra rares. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer at this point of Brooklyn. I mean... Dumbo is the new, to me, Dumbo is the new financial district. So yes. like, if I'm, if I'm writing, if I'm writing my buyer's guide now, like I'm like, okay, um, you know, the, the good ones are sold out in San Francisco for a baseline. So, I mean, I like to diversify my portfolio, but if you're looking at, okay, how do I drop a thousand dollars into Upland and get a good base uh, monthly OPEX return? I Dumbo to me is is kind of where I would be looking. There's a lot of large properties. Um, I would try and grab the the biggest properties you could grab there, and um, use that as your starting point. Um, because I don't think that there's anything else now. When they release the Manhattan collections, because uh, like I don't think there's any um, skyscraper ones left, is there? Um, I think there might be a couple locked as landmarks. Mm, but like, there's none. There's none on the market like that are unminted. So uh, I mean, you're looking at like that. The Dumbo is is better than now this. So financial district, there's a bunch of speculation that some of us have around future use in like some banking capacity and things like that. That's why it's multipliers low and there, it requires four and there's some speculation there, which hundred percent speculation, but like the iconic San Francisco 2.65. And that's a, that's a very impressive collection to have, um, honestly. But now I go Dumbo, man, 2.5, like, Yes, like that is a great start for like if I'm, uh, you know, well, because the last set of whales bought up the skyscrapers, right? That's where we saw millions of dollars, millions of OPEX being dropped. But dude, Dumbo, done deal. 2.54, give me, give me my three properties in Dumbo. And uh, I love Dumbo. Dumbo drop, like I'm going to create an NFT like hotspot there, call it the Dumbo drop. Boom. Coined it. You heard it here first. I said it here first. That happened. But uh, at the Spark Museum, you got to get that Spark Museum, one John Street shout out. Um, yeah. Diamond District, Skyline, Parkview. Like, but those are all. Those are already all sold out, and it's better than Parkview. So it's. Yeah, and you have your. Uh... Wonderful collections there of not only Dumbo, but then you can even go even higher once you get onto Main Street. But you're going to have to pay a pretty penny for Main Street besides the somebody gets to win one for the Brooklyn Burn 
Um, so that will be interesting. I would believe that they give away the cheapest Main Street property there. Because um, if you look at what is there on Main Street, you're looking at uh, $6 million up X. Um, you do have a half million up X. That should go pretty quick, 42 Main Street. You have 40 Main Street at 115. That would go pretty quick. You got one point nine on 30 main street so those will give you a pretty nice return with your upex along with one main street at 3.5 million and uh, 16 main street at call it 600,000 upex one main street oh three million though three five. Oh. Right in the kisser. You going for it? Nah, dude. I need to save for my business. I need to save money for business license. Should be Top Shot, Rich. You'd be okay. Dude, if Top Shot would give me my money, <laughs> like, hey. if Top Shot cashed me out, then maybe. Look, so you can't be that upset because... I've been talking to a couple people and they said that they were going to go with, uh, cause you can also cash out in crypto. So they thought that they would be smart and try doing that, but you're only allowed to withdraw a thousand dollars a week. Now the processing fee is only $5 versus $25 for the wire transfer, but they're still waiting. It still takes like 10 to 14 days to cash out in crypto yeah and you can only do thousand dollars at a time cash out and b uh no you can only cash out at usdc (laughs) (laughs) cash out and b give me those b's (laughs) give you give you those b's um yeah so Uh, (laughs) now here here's uh, another interesting aspect to it uh, moving on to the next subject because we don't want to dive too deep into there. and We still have a couple couple things to cover there. We still have the numbers going on this week. Um, but and, and we got the sandbox competition. Yeah, man. we got the sandbox competition. I definitely want to touch on sand- that. Once again, we can speculate yeah. on, on Spark. Um, and I guess I misspoke because I just opened up the numbers and it says daily uplander will still be around. So it was not nails in their coffin. So I do apologize for that mix. Um, cash out in theta. Yeah. No one said daily uplander is going away. You hillbilly. I, I might've portrayed not, they're, that. They're, they're just, just done giving you, they're just giving done giving you numbers. Yeah. Cause I'm too stupid. But the interesting thing is you've had a bunch of little competitions going on and you can win 0. 0.1, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.01 spark. And where's it really going to end up? Because you had the three people compete there. It was Ben and uh, where was it? They won the bonus spark of 0. 0.5, 0. 0.4, and 0. 0.3. And uh, Ben 68, not 86, ended up taking home the win with 155 uh, standard treasure hunt wins. So good job there, Ben 68. Um, wow. That's impressive. That's a lot of treasure hunting. <laughs> that is. That is. And I'm very intrigued because they're always awarding these they're not awarding whole spark and they're not even usually awarding half spark. It's usually 0.1 or 0.05, you know, it's something very small. So how much spark is really going to hit the market? Uh, My question, I guess what, what would be a number that if you got below, like regardless of anything else that you'd be like, I'm kind of upset that I, that this is all I got. Like, what, is there a number in your head that you're like, if I don't get at least X, I'm going to be pissed no matter what, like five, I'd be pissed if I get less than five. Really five. My number is 10. If I get less, like, I feel like based on the numbers that are coming, I go, dude, if we get, if like the players who have been around, who have been top contributors in the game, top 
like buyers of OpEx, top transaction holders and stuff like that. Don't get like 10. I feel like 10. Mm, that's my number. Like, I feel like if I get less than 10, I'm going to feel salty. Even if no one else gets above 10 for the record, like it's just a personal thing. I don't know why, but in my head, I feel like less than 10. I'll just kind of feel like, what the hell? I can't believe that. Let's see. Here. Five. Less than five. I'm I'm flipping a fucking table. Like, oh, I'm flipping a <laughs> There we go. F bomb, baby. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was doing so good. <laughs> you were. Travis even calls you out. You're like, ah, I got the next episode. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I do pretty good for one episode. Two episodes. Uh. Yeah. And then uh yeah, so Spark will be very interesting. Can't wait to see that. And here we go into our weekly numbers. Uh, this week we have four new executives. Kangshu888 at 14.1 million UPEX. Joey Joe, 11.1 million UPEX. Eric P. Martin, congratulations, our friend. Made it to executive, 10.7 million OPEX. And Vitavici, 10.2 million OPEX. So we also had 39 new directors. That's a lot. I don't think we read all 39 today, do you? Yeah. That uh, I like that Like you read the executives. Like Once you make it to this level, you get the proper name bred by a professional host, not Muffin Man, Hilji, Monkey Bear, Ikodo, Jackman, Gaweed, Will World, Boggy D, Palm, Ooh, hold on. Dr. Schultz, Razor, Nanazama. What? Sorry. <laughs> Skippy, Razor, Ben, Acastle, Tukey, Gamership, Michael Keel. You, you're moving it. I can't read them. How's that Michael Keel? Yeah. Shadow Chaser. <laughs> Shadow Chaser, Millennio, Joey, Work, Nemo, Crypto Jedi. Who is this? Five. MP Magic. Is there more? Me too, P2. Me too, P2. I, you're, oh, my computer's probably slow. There you go. <laughs> uh, oh, there we go. Uh, Miss Dito, Mr. Hopper, Prexy1, uh, Harry Cross, Fineroid, Ryan, A1, B1, 91, uh, Devaldo, Ramrod, Yulo, Dehair, Gobbler, Fabs, Blocks, Ashes, No, Televise, Hissing, Attic Original, Martin, One, Okay, Fedora. <laughs> if you want your name read properly, hit 10, hit 10 million up X and become an executive. So one was roaming ground <laughs> that you missed. <laughs> Roaming ground. <laughs> I, I don't even know what you call roaming ground. And then H Martinez M. Wow. <laughs> you just called Martin. <laughs> I Martin, do love it. Whatever. Close enough. I, I do love that. So we do have new people making the list. Man, that's uh wow, look at that. To to crack the top seventy, you have to have you gotta top seventy now. To be an executive, but wow, to crack the top 100, you need to be at 6.9 million UPEX. Man, that's we're close to that 7 million minimum. Yeah, it's getting like, up there. Like that's 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 pretty crazy. Yeah, nine new players with uh, 100 plus properties this week. So we're up to 311 total. Continues to grow. Yeah, and I think that would have been a lot higher. I think that'll be a lot higher once Brooklyn gets uh, released, I reckon. Yeah, 03G is new at 92 on the list with 280 properties, and Jackman at number 94 with 279. To crack the top 100. Wow, that's weird. It didn't move from last week. You need 268. That's an oddity. For yeah, that is weird. Yeah, well, I guess, I mean, people sell, though. Like, Yeah. But it's a T600 and U so. token dealer. 
Uh, both had 268 list last week. They were new to the list, and then this week they were at 268. They did nothing this week. Holding on. They're, they're holding on. San Francisco, not much has changed of properties. Uh, TM is still up there. Thank me later, Dragon Goat, Sunstar, Hodler. And that rounds out the top five. No new. Yeah, I reckon these will be pretty solid. I mean, I think you'd have to be you'd have to be hard pressed to break um, a thousand at this point. Like, there's a couple people who are within a couple hundred that could get to a thousand plus San Francisco properties, but uh, I think that that's slowly running out. Um, yeah. So I think do it if you're if you have the if you have the funds, do it. Absolutely. Actually, don't. If you have those kind of funds, go buy yourself a couple big Dumbo properties. It'll pay off um, much, much more, you know, reasonable, consistent dividends. And then use those dividends to buy properties in San Francisco. That's what you should do. Solid That's advice. what I would do. Yes. Uh, overall, up squares. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Worthy Landon uh, moved up five spots, cracked the top five at uh, 248,245 up squares, and Ramda moved up one spot. Do you think he's a pilot? Where is he landing? God, I hope he's not a pilot. <laughs> Lando, Lando <laughs> Lakes cracked the top 15, the only one new one on the list here at uh, 133,361 up square. I love your butter. So the interesting thing is, is, is <laughs> yeah. What's the interesting thing? Never mind. I found them. They just dropped, sold some properties. Sophia property sales data this week. There was 167 properties sold Fiat, which is the second best week. The only week topping that was the week of February 4th. And so nice job there. And then player-to-player UPEX property sales data, we had 16,043 this week, which gives us the uh, second highest highest sales. Last week was our highest sales at 17,227. Yeah. That's interesting. Minted properties, uh, 19,928. That is our fourth best minting week yeah but again i think we're back to that like we're, we're gonna it's interesting we'll see the cycles of like you know land being released like properties being released because I, I guarantee people are hodling for for brooklyn like oh, absolutely. i don't really want to mint a bunch of new properties i'm waiting for brooklyn yeah so yeah and- that's cool yeah, and then really quick there on DAP Radar, um, the seven-day, we're over 30,000 users. Oh, wow. No, sorry. Oh, my uh, gosh. Seven. Sorry, 27,000 users. I'm sorry on the seven-day. Oh, I mean, that's pretty close. But that's it places pretty- upland number one right ahead, Galaxy Blocks and Alien World. Um Galaxy Blocks has 19,000 and Alien Worlds has uh, 17.4 thousand users. And that's the seven-day user activity. And then 30 days, uh, Upland's number three with 33,000 users. Alien Worlds is at 34,000 and the Galaxy Blocks is 76,000. So making moves there. Nice. So we do have the... Alien World just needs to come out with a mobile app. They need a freaking mobile app. That's what I need. I need them to have a mobile app. It'll make my life. Then I, then I would actually play it. Yes. That's my only aside. Now we do have our last sandbox event. Last, the last sandbox event. They said finale. So that means finished, done, no more, all done. Now. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So just give us property development. Come on, property development. So it's called Rebuild California, the Sandbox Finale. And this starts on uh, Friday, March 5th at noon Pacific time and runs till Monday, March 8th at noon Pacific time. So once again, we still have Spud allocated to us. Uplanders 2, Pros 3, Directors 4, Executives 5. 
And the interesting thing here is it's going to Fresno and San Francisco. Um, and if you learn, earn 50 points, you'll receive 0.05 spud bonus. Once again, you know, a very small amount of spud. So you're still hanging on your 10. Yeah, hell yeah. I better get at least 10. At least 10. Like, at least 10. Like, I mean, it, it, because especially, like, I think it'll be interesting if they give, like, I, I don't think they'll release the algorithm, but, I'm, you know, the way that they said it is that it will be much more elaborate. Like, if it's based on, like, A, like, how long you've been playing, um, maybe how long you've been at each level, um if they do anything related to like number of properties, amount of up square, like, and the amount of, you know, are you new owner of a bunch of properties? Did you pour yourself out in Manhattan or have you been a long time friend of San Francisco? I don't know. Like, I'll be curious to see how they actually distribute it. But yeah, I would, I would hope and expect that the people who have been playing for, I mean, you and I are now both over a year into this game like I would hope that the players who have been here for a while and who invested heavily, you know, months and months ago do get, uh, you know, compensated with this uh, spark release. So I'm hoping that they show some love to the veterans here. Yeah. I, I would love I, to I have know. 10. Trust me. I'm just a little more conservative on my view of five, but we'll see where it ends up now. They do have a sandbox builder badge. You excited for that badge collector? Oh, dude, I'm already like scheming. I went and bought a couple more panhandles just in case. <laughs> like, you know, you got to hedge your bets. I understand. So I'm curious. Like, so you need you need 50 points in the winning neighborhood, right? Isn't right. that how like to get the badge? That's correct. So like, I'm like. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to figure out what I can, how I can get 50 points in as many neighborhoods as I can. Like I am not going to build all my stuff in one neighborhood. I'm going to figure out how I can build 50 points in as many neighborhoods as I can. Yeah. And then I think a lot of people are going to be doing that. And I even saw dog patch. They're not even trying to do dog patch. They're just like, screw it. Let's go find the neighborhood. We need to bring that spark back for dog patch. So, so go get it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and even like uh, uh, T. Davis, the little Italy team, I'll definitely be building in, uh, what was it, Woodward Lawn? Yeah, or Woodward. I, I just think of a like, high school on the east side of Toledo from my recruiting days. They were challenged joining the services, and you're just, yeah, anyway. The school is called the, the school is called Woodward. So I just think of Woodward, and everybody's like Woodward. It, it, yeah, it's just bad. East side oh, of Toledo. Oh, one of one of those schools. Yeah, one of those schools. One of those schools. Gotcha. <laughs> Woodward Park. <laughs> Woodward Park. I wanted to make. I wanted to get it right. Wood Woodward Park. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. And yeah. Supposed, so I'm curious to see how it plays out. And the yeah, most exciting part is four of the finalized models. So it sounds like we're not getting the um, models that we had before on the sandbox, but it's still not the fancy pictures that Edom posted on Twitter either. So it's somewhere in between. You excited? Yeah, that should be interesting. So wait, is there going to be a booster element or is it just straight build? Yes. Or wait, no. It I, says the buildings will up. be sped up faster than normal and players will have plenty of time to build big in this one. It doesn't sound like they didn't mention anything of speed ups, but it just said that time's accelerated. Yeah, which is interesting because, I mean, that is one thing like you could. Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested how much it's accelerated because if the idea is like, 
hey, let's try and get as many properties built in four days across San Francisco. Because uh, it kind of, you've ever uh, played a game where like they start the game out, like a racing game where you get like the best car and it's all like, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so powerful. And uh, then like all of a sudden it's all wiped out and you have to start over. That to me kind of feels like what they're trying to do is they're like, hey, let's get a sense of if we built out all the neighborhoods, like, oh man, this is what it could be. And then they really spark and like, it's going to be months before the city looks like that again because it's going to take so long to build. I kind of like that. That that that's kind of a fun little little way to transition into property it development. I think gives you an incentive on your property development. So it says, "Hey, it could look like this." Yeah, it gives you an idea. Yeah, yeah. So I just want skyscrapers. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine the? the plot that you would need to build a skyscraper. Financial like I'm curious like how big the model would be and like what the footprint. Yeah. You got financial yeah. district properties. You got some big properties uh, throughout Upland. So, and they did. Re- yeah. No, uh, for sure. Circle back around to the Fiat out. They did up the property list and you can list it for 10,000 us dollars now. Yeah, that's the other piece is as they've continued to increase the fiat out, they've uh, like beta, they've increased the, the limits. What's the, because I think somebody sold one, my highest fiat's been 1,000. I sold a couple at 1,000 a piece. Um, and I think, wasn't there some two or 5,000? Somebody beat me. Somebody had a higher fiat sale than me. Yeah, somebody needs to remember. start tracking that hacker yeah <laughs> put it on the <laughs> list hacker so let's see these fiat sales um yeah i'm curious i'll be curious like what the first like full like ten thousand plus like player to player sale is uh because I mean, we've seen several you know uh twenty thousand we've seen a couple twenty thousand plus dollar sales which is insane like 20 million upex properties being sold right uh but for the most part the player to player sales um at least on the chain because keep in mind uh, you know there has been limited fiating capability inside the game so i know that there are uh outside uh, deals that have been done um as well that that may have exceeded that but strictly on the chain um i don't we, i'm curious to see how it goes yeah so this will be a, an exciting event just to see everything built out i know alamo square is looking to just kind of do something collaborative to see how that looks and what we can do in the future but then you also have the neighborhoods where everybody will be hopefully either a having properties so they can get their 50 points or once again this is another great opportunity if you have multiple properties in a neighborhood that is doing well and could win you can flip that property for a great price so somebody else can uh, take advantage of it Mm-hmm. yep 100 percent and keep in mind, like, the other thing that you can do is, like, I don't know. You have to, like, figure out how you, like, lend, like, rent a property. Like, hey, I'll rent this to you. You have to figure out some shenanigans. But, like. Well, there is also that. I, I was trying to Yes. Put- if all of a sudden there's a, if there's a sleeper cell, like, no, that I'll be one of those people that are, like, oh, crap. I, I didn't think that this, this uh, neighborhood was going to win. Somebody sell me their properties. <laughs> I'll be, I'll definitely be one of those people. <laughs> I, I was trying to put money. I was trying to put up in people's pockets, but then you started talking about the whole rent thing where it's not as lucrative as the buy, but okay. Well, I mean, you don't have to do that. You can just straight sell it. I mean, the lucrative, I mean, your margins are the same. Cause if you rent it, it's a hundred percent profit. Like if you sell it, then you, if you don't care about the property, then you sell it and then you get a profit. If you just rent it, you, who's saying that you can't make more money renting it versus selling it? You know, depends on your markup. So, yeah, exactly. So, just something to think about. Absolutely. That pretty much covers it for the week. You got any great plugs that you want to push out there to our listeners? 
Oh boy, lots of lots of plugs. Um, shout out uh, to Upex World and the the fan server. We're going to be doing um, a free uh, premium weekend uh, on the fan server. So the premium channels that are offered to the uh, Discord boosters and the Patreon subscribers are going to be free to all verified Uplanders uh, this weekend to give a taste. Uh, we are trying to, to encourage people to support the server in UpX World uh, with our Patreon campaign. Uh, so definitely take a look uh, for that. Very exciting stuff. If you haven't checked out B.com, B-E-E.com, I'm going to just keep plugging it because it's fun and it's easy and you can use Thank Me Later for your referral. Or Too Stupid to Win. Like, or Too Stupid to Win. Honestly, that's fair. Although you have like 15 people. You have 15. You have like I have 15. 11. You have as many people as I are. You have 11? Okay, have 11. But your people seem dedicated. You're crushing those numbers. Like... <laughs> But uh, no, check out B.com. I think like that's easy. Uh, I feel like I always for, feel like I'm forgetting like cool things to plug. Um, but no, like that's it. Like I, don't, I guess those are the big ones. Good, good, good. So definitely catch up on all the past episodes. Um, definitely want to check out these live episodes. We are actually going to put video up of the uh, Blockchain Heroes podcast. Um, they showed some very cool stuff out there and gave us some exclusive sneak peeks. So you'll definitely want to check that out. I will try and uh, my attempts at video editing and have that up tomorrow, uh, which would be Friday, March 5th, which would be today. I don't, whatever. I hate pre-recording and people listening days along the line, but (laughs) just messes me all up when I'm trying to talk in the present, but yes, Make sure I do see you guys writing reviews on Apple. So continue to write those reviews. Thank you. Um, There's more of you that can write them. Make sure that you're liking, subscribing to the podcast, sharing, liking our tweets, retweeting, following following us on Twitter at OpEx Podcast, and always hitting us up in DMs on Discord with anything you want. And any dumb questions, definitely go to thank me later. And everybody be safe, and we'll talk to you soon. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm-